Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Men Are Trash podcast. I am your host, PG, and today I am once again joined by my lovely co-host. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, everyone. Kathy, I'm doing, currently I'm doing a live mukbang for PG and our guests, so <laughs> you're all are really missing out, but um, men lie every day. I, yeah, that's, here we are again. Too bad this is not a video podcast, because then our lovely viewers could be watching you as you eat your Greek food. Uh. That'd be nice. Yeah, I know. I know everyone wants to see that. And joining us today is our special guest. It is my real-life bestie. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hey there. So my name is Amanda. I am the OG best friend of PG over here, and I remember him from his awkward phase, which I could tell stories about that. You're not going to, though, right? (laughs) Maybe it'll come out later within the episode. Um... So, I make no promises. Ah. <laughs> um, so Amanda actually runs a really good Instagram body positivity account. Um, so that's kind of like the general theme we're going with here is body positivity. Amanda, would you like to talk about your Instagram account? Like why you made it in a little bit about it? Absolutely. So yeah, my Instagram account is called Bold and Beautiful Bods. It's a body positivity woman empowerment page. I started it because like... I'm not a skinny, skinny mini, and I'm not a big, luscious, and curvy girl. I'm like, you know, sometimes when I stand up, I look skinny. Other times I sit down and my stomach touches my knees. It's, you know, it's a daily thing. So I was, you know, I would look at my Instagram and I would see all these uh, ladies on there and I would really feel down about myself and feel that I was just not good enough. And I was tired of having that negative feeling every time I jumped on social media because like anybody, I'm on my phone all day, every day. So I wanted to build an account that had a place for everybody. It showed every type of woman, every type of skin color and ethnicity and body size, height, everything and everything that we can be different in. And that way, it's a place where everybody could see somebody that looks like them, somebody who's loving their body, loving, you know, their curves or the fact that they have giant boobs or no boobs, like anything that makes you you, that should be perfect. So it's a bunch of different women that I've been able to get together to be able to post some photos of them and just kind of show how beautiful and bold women are. So I love it. It's super fun. Yes, we do love it. I follow it. It is amazing. I will post the link in the bio to this episode. So please viewers go follow is that what it's called? It is on Instagram. Yeah. Follow, right? Do you want follow. do you want to say your at to the your social media handle so anyone could follow you if they're listening? Bold beautiful bods. Bods and that's on Instagram. Instagram. Yep. And like I said, it'll be posted in our episode description. Okay, I'm actually <laughs> so we talked about the icebreaker question that we were gonna ask. I'm gonna switch it up. <laughs> Oh my god. I'm gonna put you on the spot because I just thought of something. Um, I don't actually know if it's better than the one that we had, but I'm going with it. Um, so seeing as you guys both date men, Kathy, I know you date men and women both. Love everyone over here. What I'm (laughs) okay, so first of all, we've all felt down about our body positivity at some point. Yes, is that a fair statement? Yeah, hundred percent. Yes. Okay. My question, my icebreaker question, which to our viewers, it's a little bit to get to know us um, and hopefully lead into the first conversation. Have you felt more body, how am I going to phrase this? Body positivity insecurities? That's what we're going to go with. Have you felt it more from men or women? And for Amanda, it's kind of interesting because yes, she dates men, but it kind of turns into have you felt it more from your peers, like women? Um, who are like putting you on a scale like judging you based on them or is it like men that you're trying to date that have made you more insecure and Kathy you can go whatever you want with this because I, I think yeah okay I was gonna ask a clarifying question but I think I feel like there's for me there's no way to really like say what's one or the other um I'd say that I feel in at least people that I'm like dating or seeing personally I've never really felt like super bad 
in terms of like someone that I'm seeing or I don't know some like potential partner or whatever in terms of body positivity it's more so like it's not like they've done something to make me feel bad it's more so like I think I guess maybe a personal thing where it's like once like a fling ends or something ends and I see like they've either moved on to other people or things like that have happened that is what I'm like oh shit maybe it's like me that's the issue and like Mm, I don't look a certain way so like that's the issue that's the times that I felt bad about myself but in general like with men and women I think it's a lot harder to I think for me women make me feel worse not because they're doing something specifically to make me feel worse but because I compare myself to other women so I will say that that is the issue for me it's not that like women are like I'm not being like constantly hated on by other women if anything, women are super supportive um, in my experiences, but it's still like hard to sort of navigate, especially with body dysmorphia. Like that's a really big thing and that really fucks you up. So yeah, I think like it's more so just a personal thing. Like it's not even like I can sit here and say that men or women have made me feel worse. It's it be, it be yourself sometimes. Yeah, that definitely seeing other women and not not so much they are saying things to you, but you are judging yourself against them is even for me who dates men, even just seeing a woman down the street, it's like, oh, I wish I had her legs or, oh, I wish I had her stomach kind of thing. But I think nowadays, if I look at like my life where I am now, it's more men. Like if you hear just like how men are talking, like my boyfriend plays video games and to anybody who knows, the guys, when they talk during these video games, are insane. And some of the things that come out of their mouth, it's like, whoa, like, is that how you feel about women? Is that how you feel about me? Is that something that's crossing your mind? Or even just like, if you look at, I work in a high school, so you hear all those high school boys talking about these girls and stuff like that. So it's like, I hear that more out loud from men. But if I think about it, I think women are just as bad because we we may not say it out loud, but we're still we're still judging other people around us. We're still mentally bringing people down or judging people on what they do, who they are, you know, if you are this way or that way. There's always that kind of judgment, but I feel like men are more out loud about it because I feel like as women we have to be, you know, I'm your girl, I got you, girl code kind of thing. But we are still can be just as catty behind the door. <laughs> what about you, PG? Um, honestly, I kind of agree with Kathy to a sense, in a sense where I feel like personally, I'm my biggest critic and I'm my biggest problem with my insecurities of body positivity. Because, I mean, for me too, the only people that have really brought my insecurities out are men, considering I date men. And I feel like women, if anything, have brought my positivities up because all the women in my life are super supportive and tell me I'm sexy, which is, <laughs> that was a weird. <laughs> you are so sexy, PG. Just yeah, so it's, mostly, it's mostly Amanda that tells me it, honestly. <laughs> I don't think Kathy's ever told me it. I I'm think literally... every guy needs a hype woman, so... PG, I call you sexy all the time. I don't know what you're talking about. Specifically <laughs> spelled S-E-X-C. So, I don't know. Yeah, so I feel like all the women in my life have always, like, given me, like, confident words in my appearance and all that. And just, like, in general, I feel like I've never been, like, brought down by a woman. In elementary school, it's a totally different thing. I went through, like, heck in elementary school men and women both but like at that point everyone's just immature and like doing their things and we'll probably talk about it later but um ever since elementary school it's pretty much just been either men but at the end of the day I really do think it's myself that has brought the insecurities out in myself so I am trash (laughs) for doing that to myself like even just as people we are our worst critics we are the first people to tear ourselves down and break ourselves apart and see everything that nobody else sees like the amount of times that even like especially as a female being like oh I'm having a bad body positivity day and even like for me I run a body positivity page and I still have days where I look in the mirror and I'm like 
tearing myself apart. But then you go see a friend and they're like, honey, like, are you, are you blind? Like, you're fine. Like you're, you're looking great. You're, you know, you got it together. So there's, it's definitely true that like we are our worst critics. And I think it's also, it depends on how you were in your, like your school career. Like I know high school, elementary, I was somebody who's very heavily bullied. I wasn't one of the cool kids. Me and PG, we were drama nerds. We hung out in a theater. We weren't those like cool kids that got, you know, the giant ass to prom or like, you know, we weren't the ones who had all the money and had all the clothes. So even from the get go, while we're trying to become a person and trying to grow as people, we're already looking at ourselves as quote unquote less than the people around us. Yeah. And I think yeah. that makes a huge difference. Yeah, in high school, that's funny you bring up prom. I didn't go to prom because I was like, I can't, I was like, I can't wear a prom dress. I'm like, it's not happening. That was like a whole thing for me. And that's like really, that's really sad. I don't care about it now because like I've moved on with my life. But yeah, I agree. I think high school is just a really weird time. A lot of people are like high school, well, not a lot of people, but like, you know, people when they're like high school are like the best years of your life. And I'm like, are they? Mm -hmm. I'm like, for who? All of like down the parts that were really great for me, like. Yeah, no. I could maybe count on like one hand, like the times that were like fantastic. And I was involved in every single one of them. Every single one. (laughs) (laughs) You were also there for some of the worst times in my life, but they weren't your cause, so that's okay. Also very true. (laughs) (laughs) But Um, I think that shapes a lot of who we are as adults. You know what what we got used to and what we thought was normal. So it definitely makes sense that we are all the way we are a little messed up in the head sometimes. A lot of the times for me. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Kind of feeding off of Amanda's point earlier where she was saying that she looks at other women or not necessarily she looks at other women, but like women look at other women and kind of like judge based on that. It's kind of tied into that. Like when you see a woman on the street, what I'm, trying to bring up here is do you guys think it's healthy or unhealthy to be following people on like instagram mostly instagram i feel like facebook not instagram like for me to be following men that post like shirtless pictures all the time and have like six packs and stuff like that and then for like women to be following other women who i mean i guess technically like amanda's body positivity account to a certain extent but like fitness model sort of thing you know I think there's a very fine line that you can dance on for the unhealthy and the healthy. Like if I look at some of the women that I used to follow, it would be women that even if I worked out six hours a day and ate super clean, I would not look like them because their body was designed differently than mine. And I think that kind of plays a huge role in it, that it's, there's a chance where you could not be anywhere near that because that's not who you're meant to be. Like I am not meant to be 115 pounds skinny mini that don't work for my height. That don't work for my, my body shape and the way my curves are built. So I think that's like the line that you kind of cross. It's like, there's people who could be like a motivational account where it's like, Oh, like I could be that if, you know, I put in some work and like, I want, you know, I did that hard stuff. And that's a good positive thing. But then you can also have the very, very negative side of it where it's like now you're pu- pushing yourself down and tearing yourself apart because you're seeing these these women that you're you're never going to look like that woman. You're never going to be that girl that looks in your eyes that perfect. So there needs to be this understanding that somebody who you may look up to as being like that ideal body type they can still have their insecurities. And I think that's one thing that Instagram doesn't show. They they show this idealized version of a body, but that girl could be Photoshopped. That girl could have the lighting in just that specific way. They could be posting that one photo that doesn't show their, what I call fumpa, but every <laughs> other photo. Yeah, it's, you know, the, the bottom fumpa. belly. I love that. The fumpa. But that's not real. Like that's not how that person actually looks. So I think that's where you need to draw the line. If like, if you're trying to be this 
fake photoshopped person that you will never be because that person doesn't even look like that that person's not even them on a real day-to-day basis that's the unhealthy side of it and all these people on instagram too are only posting what they want to post they're not like you don't know half the insecurities that they have oh absolutely absolutely social media is like a really slippery slope um just and like thinking about how much it's affected the last i don't know 10 years is that how long maybe even a little bit more because facebook yeah. and like myspace and all those are older but like this new age of social media and technology has really there's a whole show on it i can't remember the name of it right now it's on netflix there's this whole thing about like how social media has impacted people in terms of this in terms of just like life in general and so it's like really dangerous um an example i can think of is i don't know if y'all have seen what is going on with chloe kardashian in the past week there was a picture of Khloe Kardashian that was posted on Twitter and it's like just an unedited picture of just her like holding up a peace sign in a bikini. Literally, she looks nor- like she looks like herself, but she's been trying to get it deleted off of social media for the past week because it's like not photoshopped. She didn't approve of it to be posted. And it's just like insane because her that's just how her body looks. And she literally posted like a statement today being like, you don't understand the pressures of being like, in the limelight and having people see your body yet it's not what you want to show like it's not fair it just sucks because as much as I personally I am not a Kardashian Jenner defender I'm gonna put that out there into the universe right now but I feel like it's so weird how much social media has like impacted people like them because their whole thing is like their bodies and one recognizing that they definitely like they have the money to make themselves look like that, but also how that impacts other people and like how that's impacted this whole generation of like social media influencers that like promote these like flat tummy tees and all these things that really are so dangerous, like to be publicizing and to be promoting. It's it's just really it's insane how much that's imp- like impacted our generation, which is so weird to think about. Yeah, I personally have my own opinions on social media and granted I have my own. I'm constantly posting on Twitter, Instagram, and I'm constantly making sure the things I post look good and I look good in them. I'll like get heated if someone posts something of me, specifically my siblings post something of me and I'm like, dude, I look ugly in that. And they're like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, why did y'all do that? And it's so annoying. Like, why do I think like, why? Why do I care? You know, like, why do I care? In the moment, you're like, this makes total sense for me to be mad about it. And then afterwards, you're just like, yeah, why do I care so much? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, you idiots, why would you post that? But then I'm like, dude, it literally does not matter. It could not matter any less. Yeah. It's like the people that are judging you for that picture, if there are any people judging you, are they people that you really want in your life anyways? Yeah. Preach. Preach. Yeah, no. Those people are not people you want in your life. You want the people who, you know, are going to look at your photos and you're going to sit there and be like, oh, like, I don't like this. I don't like that. And they're like, no, honey, like, yes, you look beautiful you look fantastic like those are the people that you need to surround yourself with not the negative nellies i feel like my answer to the original question is kind of like not really necessarily relevant because like as a gay man who follows like good looking men on instagram there's kind of like a different reasoning there i guess like but i you see are the also pictures good- you are also a good-looking man on Instagram, though. Let's get this straight. Ooh, I like how this Just saying. I like where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I mean, like, I follow people on Instagram, like, fitness models that are posting shirtless pictures of themselves, and I don't necessarily know if I'm using it as a way of inspiration or if I'm using it as a way as, like, oh, I like th- scrolling through Instagram and seeing these pictures of these hot guys <laughs> sort of thing, if that makes sense. Um, so, I mean, I think... S- subconsciously I see it and I was I'm like oh I wish I could look like this sort of thing I think I think either way like there's still some level of like you're looking at those photos and it's still like impacting you even if it's not like an immediate like oh my god I don't look like that let me go work out because there's still like there's still such a stigma around being I'm gonna say fat like there really is like it is this whole thing where it's like people like use the word fat as if it's like a bad word and I know this from experience and from like my whole life of like 
when people would call me fat, I'd be like, oh my God, like, please let me go fucking run for five miles and figure this out. When mm. it's like, it's not that, like, fat shouldn't be a bad word. And it like no. is used in a bad way. Like the connotation yeah. is awful for no reason because people have like, I was about to say normalized, but I don't want to say normalized. People have just taken that word and that term and being fat and made it this like evil thing when it's really not. And people associate fat with bad because it's like, oh, you're not healthy when that's not even true. And this is coming from someone that knows about food and knows about like, oh my God, I've been to dietitians before. Literally awful. The way the food pyramid is set up, let me get started right now. The way the food pyramid in the United States is set up is set up to support agribusiness and big ag. And big ag does not care about your health. Big ag cares about selling dairy, cares about selling wheat products, and cares about selling meat because those are the three things that make them the most money. So anytime I would go to a dietitian and they'd be like, oh, the food pyramid is so important. It's like all these ideals of food and like what being healthy is are so like they are set to support these companies and these businesses that like once you realize that it's like holy shit this whole idea of being fat and this whole idea of like that is the worst thing that could possibly happen to you in the world it's like it's not and it sucks because growing up a lot of the time like especially we were talking about elementary school like the way at least in the U.S. school lunches and stuff were built around the food pyramid and ever since elementary school like that's been ingrained into a lot of people's heads so it's like a little scary but also it it sucks that that's like the the norm for at least here in the U.S. I don't know how it is over there like in Canada but yeah that it it just sucks because being fat isn't a bad thing but absolutely not yeah that's just society I guess so I think people assume that if you are fat that you are unhealthy which is can be the quite opposite like I have some friends that are big and luscious and curvy and eat so clean and they're moving in the gym and they're doing their thing but they're just naturally a curvier person and then you can look and see somebody who is like skinny stick person who is eating McDonald's for breakfast lunch and dinner drinking down three monsters But because they look a certain way to society, people assume that that person is quote unquote healthy. And they assume that the bigger person is not healthy. They're fat. They must be unhealthy. But it's like, no, like your size does not determine your health. Absolutely not. Like that is one thing that's like my biggest pet peeve right now. It's because it's like there's so many people that just assume. And it's like, okay, take a step back. Shut up. Because until you know, you can't judge somebody just on their size. And then the people who turn around and they just assume that being fat means that you're ugly. It's like, no, your size does not determine your worth. Like your weight, bottom line, your weight does not equal your worth. You can be any size. You can be unhealthy. You can be healthy. It is all like this pendulum spectrum that revolves back and forth and you could be the a large person who's extremely healthy you can be a skinny person who's extremely unhealthy but no matter what wherever you are in that spectrum you are still worthy you are still worthy of feeling good and feeling pretty and feeling worthy of being accepted by people in this world so that's my that's my tea there yeah totally agree i feel like it's weird because i I don't know about you two, but I've been called fat before. Um, and I don't know, it's like you get called it and you don't feel good about it. But it's also, I think it comes down to the way that people are using it towards you. Because like if someone, like if one of my friends is just kind of like joking, be like, oh, you've caught in fat or something. Like, I don't care. But just when someone is using it as a way to tear you down, it's like, okay, like why but I mean I guess that comes with like anything that people can say to you like all it takes is the way they say it and that's what will change it from like the tear you down sort of thing yeah it's the it's the it's the connotation behind the word that people are when they throw it at you it's not it has nothing to do with your size like yeah you can be fat that's fine but when people say it out as like a dig at somebody it's not just to comment on their size it's to devalue them as a person which needs to change 
I have friends that like are I have this one friend that's so super skinny. And this is because they like I'm not gonna never mind, I'm not gonna tell the story, but they they're super skinny and anytime they like are bloated or anything, they're like, Oh my god, I'm so fat right now. Or they look back at photos from like freshman year and they're like, Oh my god, I've gained so much weight, I'm so fat. And it's like I get what they're trying to say. They they don't feel like maybe they look the way that they did before and maybe they really like the way they look before. But that in itself being like Saying that to people and saying that out loud is so, I don't want to say dehumanizing, but it is. It's like, well, if you think you look fat and you're using it in that way, that's like, that's, it's awful. It makes, like, it makes you feel so bad. I don't know if that's ever happened to y'all before. And I'm just like, damn, if you think you're fat, then that's, you know what I mean? Like when people Mm -hmm. are like. I'm so big right now. And you're like, girl, I could crush you with my fingers. Yeah, it's like I can <laughs> see the skinniest people who are complaining about how fat they are. And I'm like, okay, so what are you calling me? Yeah. yeah. But I think also there needs to be, I like, I get it. it, it that whole conversation kind of sucks when you're like, oh, somebody who's you see is smaller than you is like, oh, I, I'm so fat right now. And you're like, you know, looking at yourself in the mirror and you're like, okay, well, I look like I've eaten two of you. Um, but I think also that needs, there needs to be the understanding that because they may seem smaller to you doesn't mean that they see themselves that way either. And I think that kind of needs, you know, that has to have some value there. Like even like for me, I have a, you know, I have a couple of friends that are a lot larger than me and there are days where I feel so gross and so disgusting and, you know, you want to talk to your friends about it. And it kind of hurts when they turn around. They're like, well, what am I kind of thing? And it's yeah. like, I'm not devaluing you. I'm not trying to de- devalue you. But also, I don't see myself as what you may see me as. So when I feel gross, I don't see myself as, you know, this person this size. I see myself as like freaking Godzilla you know, on the mountain kind of idea. Like, I don't see what you see when I'm not being body positive. If that makes sense. I think it, yeah, I think it really just comes back to the fact that we are so accustomed to using, like, the word fat and, like, being big as, like, a bad thing. And that that's what it comes down to, which sucks because it shouldn't be that way. I, I don't know if this is, like, a weird thing to bring up, but, like, when I'm looking at people's attractiveness... I mostly look at people's faces, if that makes sense. Like, I know it's, like, completely kind of random yeah. place to go with this, but I'm not looking no. at the body. I'm looking at the face. Like, that's where I, like, I know this goes back to last episode, and we even talked about it a bit last episode, but, like, when I'm swiping on Tinder, I'm looking at the face. I'm not looking at other stuff. Like, people that post their shirtless torso pictures, I'm just like, I don't give a fuck what your torso looks like. What does your face look like? Absolutely. And I I think there needs to be this understanding that like your looks will fade. Like you will not have a six pack, you know, if you think of the guys who are like that's all they that's all they show is like, you know, their arms and their biceps and their and their abs and it's like that will change. You know, like you're you're not gonna have a eight pack abs on your body for the rest of your life. Like you have to have the beautiful personality underneath the looks because ultimately that's what's gonna stay it's not gonna be the what everybody else sees outside it's what's on the inside that's actually going to stick so i'd rather that to me is what's more attractive Mm -hmm. not to like shame gym bros or anything like no i respect the hell out of them that they can do that so much and i give so much props so much i cannot do it myself personally at this very moment in time (laughs) so Who's to say, though, that maybe a couple of years from now you can. Maybe that's one thing you have. But bottom line is you have a good personality. You have a personality that is inviting. So whether you whether one day you wake up and you're 350 pounds or you wake up the next day and you are jacked, you still have a good heart underneath that body. So that should have more value than what's on the surface. Beauty yeah. is sur- subjective. <laughs> those are my wise words for the day okay kind of not related to the last point at all but i kind of want to guide this in a direction where um i don't know this is very specific to gay guys i guess but there are some guys that'll like date 
guys that are like that they consider not as good looking as them in order to make themselves feel better about themselves but like that's very specific to my situation here but like Amanda was saying too there's people that will be friends with people that they consider not as good looking as them or bigger than them in order to make themselves feel good just what are your general thoughts on that see I I think it ha- I like I can say for a fact it happened a lot when we were in high school, you know, you saw the the big jock guys dating the skinny minis uh, to make them look bigger and to also to make them look like more manly or even just like if I think of like girls when they have friends, like sometimes there's friend groups where they'll purposely try to find somebody who is quote unquote uglier than them. Like there's movies about it. Like I don't know if you guys have seen, it's like a teen movie. It's called The Duff and it's the... Um, Duff, D-U-F-F, stands for the Designated Ugly Friend. It's like Designated Ugly Fat Friend. Fa- yeah, Designated Ugly <laughs> Fat Friend. And that's the whole premise of the movie, that there's these two, like, gorgeous girls, and they have this third friend who they actually love. Like, you end up in the Finding in the End, spoiler, if you want to go watch a teen movie on Netflix that they actually love her as a friend like you know they're a good group of friends but everybody looks at this one girl as the designated ugly fat friend and she has this name that she's the doff because she's you know shorter and you know has a little bit more weight to her body and she's not like a makeup barbie and her two best friends are like the stars of the show and like everybody ignores her because she doesn't look as good as them like there's movies about this it's a patty's face there was a very special <laughs> what was my face you're like shocked I, right now you were very oh. shocked looking when i was de- when we i had... mean it just it sounds really problematic right oh, well, it is. on very many well, levels that's a whole nother episode conversation <laughs> well like was like i feel like that would not be a, a movie that can be a thing nowadays no it, it's, it's not like it's not, not even old, old. It's, it's like, like 2016 maybe yeah <laughs> Yeah. Right? And I think, like, the premise was to be, like, it doesn't matter if you're, which is, like, I've actually never seen it, so I might be totally wrong, but, like, the premise I'll correct you if you're wrong. Yeah, it's, like, it it doesn't matter the way you, like, look if you're fat and ugly, quote-unquote. It's, like, what matters is, like, like the friendship and the relationships you make with people or some bullshit like that. Wasn't it? So it was technically supposed to have a positive message. Yeah, but in the way It's supposed to. It's supposed to have this positive flip at the end. Like, you know, there's people being like, oh, yeah, I'm the duff. I'm the duff. And they're like owning it. What, you know, that kind of stuff. But it's still the premise of the story. The premise is, the is beginning like, of whoa. It, mm-hmm. Right? But it's true. Like, people assume that, like, if one person is, you know, in their eyes, a five and their friends are eights and stuff like that, they, one, that whole system is stupid. Like, people judging people and giving them a rating and things like that. Like, it's in so many movies and so many things that, like, you know, this girl's a 10, this guy's a 5, this guy's an 8. It's like, why why are, why are we grading each other on our bodies? Why? Yeah. I hated high school when I was in high school. I hated, you know, getting letter grades. Why are we still grading? Going back to, like, the conversation you were trying to have about um, gay men dating, like, uh, like that, that's really a thing, like, from your experience? Yes. Oh, it's definitely a thing. Do you have a story for us or something? Like I literally did not know this was a thing. Um, I don't. I don't personally have a story, but I just <laughs> like I know it's a thing that like some people will date people that are they consider a little bit like less attractive than them in order for themselves to seem more attractive. Um, I haven't experienced it personally. Um, I've never done it because I'm not gonna lie. I have self confidence issues, and I usually think I'm the ugly one in the relationship. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's a whole different other story, and I will talk about it with my therapist, Kathy, another time. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, no, I don't have any like, specific stories about it. I just do know it's a thing, and I've heard from other people that it's a thing, so. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Insane. Bottom line, it there needs to stop being this judgment of you versus somebody else. Like, the only person that you should be, you know, comparing yourself to is yourself. Like, are you better than the person you were yesterday? Are you better than the person you were a month ago, a year ago? That is the only person that you should be 
judging yourself against or not even judging, just comparing yourself against. It shouldn't be you comparing yourself to, you know, in your case, Pat, the guy that you're swiping on, you know, on dating apps against or me with my body positivity page, like the girls that I'm posting or, you know, the guys you're dating, the girls you're dating, there should be no judgment or comparison against those people because you're not them. They're not you. Like you are your own person. You are your own individual. The only person that is should be compared to you is yourself because that's the only person who can be compared to yourself. If that makes sense. Period. Done. End of sentence. End of story. Drop the mic. Done. Drop the mic. Walk away. Done. Cheers. No, but that's basically what it comes down to. It's like if you're comparing yourself to other people, then that's. I don't know. I feel like that's where the problem kind of comes up, honestly, is comparing yourself to other people. Like, there's so many factors into it. There's what people say about you. There's what, like, you think about yourself. It's what you see other people looking like and all that. And it's like, it's just like this one big endless cycle that you have to break out of. And it's really hard to not, like, from my experience. So let me give you, let me give you guys a quick rundown. Um, growing story up, time. story time. All right, story time. Yeah, growing up, like I was a fat kid. Like grew up, had body issues like the whole childhood, up until I think like college, which is insane to think about because I'm I'm still in college. But um, high school was really bad. It was just like all my friends were getting like asked out on dates. All this shit was happening to them, and I wasn't like necessarily an unpopular kid like I I don't know things saying that like out loud is really weird I was like an ASB kid which is like student government kid and I was really like involved and I had a lot of friends and high school is cool but in terms of like body positivity and the way that I saw myself it was a shit show and like it had been a shit show I think a large part of it comes down to like the way I was raised and always seeing my I had aunts and I know a lot of people in like Latinx community can relate to like the Thias being super, like, nitpicky and super, like, oh, like, are you sure you want to eat that? Like, are you sure you want to do this? Like, super, super just, like, really weird, especially towards women in, like, our culture versus men get, like, babied. They get babied so much. It's, that's a whole other topic. <laughs> that's a whole other topic. But, like, just, yeah, super much, like, pretty much related to my culture, related to the way I grew up, related to, like, the way people saw me and the way I saw myself because of that, like, it was bad. And so I think like, it's really hard now because I would say I'm in a much better space the way that I see myself, like compared to, oh my God, compared to high school. I thought I was like the fucking ugliest thing, which is insane. Like I can say that now and I'm like, God, stupid. I'm like, it's literally not that serious. And like, now I just, I don't personally don't care like about what other people think of me, which is weird. And so with that being said, I recognize that like, I think I'm relatively attractive, which, like, I say that, and it's weird to say, because growing up, I was always like, oh, my God, I'm fucking ugly, which, like, is so, like, so bad, so bad to think that way, because I think you have to be, like, your biggest supporter, especially when it comes to just appearances and looks and how you feel, because, I don't know, we all, like, we all go through different shit, and we all have different things going on. But if you can't, like, be supportive of yourself, like, you can't find validation through other people because it's not, that's not, like, healthy. And if you're finding validation through, like, people you date, through your friends, like, instead of finding that within yourself, it's just, like, it's really scary because if those relationships go bad, if, like, one day they, I don't know, they might be a fucking jerk and say some shit that you're like, holy shit, they're right. And I, I'm not shit. And that's not, you know, that's not the way it should be. So I think it's really hard now. Um to like look and evaluate and see like I just I looked at this person and I was like oh they look a little they look a little interesting instead of just like why do I care about like what other people look like or why you know like why am I comparing myself to them that is like something that I feel like is super hard to not do and I think everyone does it no matter what like I think oh yeah either you're comparing yourself to someone because you think you look better than them or you're comparing yourself to someone you're like oh man I really wish I looked like that that shit's super hard and that's, like, the one thing I think, like, people will struggle with always. Mm-hmm. How much do you think this comes down to, like, school? Like, high school and elementary school? I think you know a lot I mean? of it. 
I think, well, it Because personally for me, I, I feel like I went through like a roller coaster of body positivity. Um, most of it was like my downhills were all throughout high school. And then after, like I'm at a place now where I just don't really care. Like I'm not, like not in the sense where I feel like I'm, my body is perfect and I'm exactly where I want to be, but I just like, I don't care anymore. Cause I don't have people, like, I feel like I don't have people that are judging me, but maybe that's just like a personal thing. If that makes well, sense. I- I think you don't have people who are judging you because now that you're an adult and you're choosing your life, you're choosing the people who are around you and you have that right to, you know, if somebody turns around and they, you know, call you this ugly word or, you know, or mean to you, you have the power now to be like, okay, bye, you know, (laughs) see you later. Don't need you in my life. I got better versus in high school or in elementary school that's your world. Like that is your life. Your life is in your school because that's all, that's all you have at that point. You're a student, you're a kid. You, you know, like we think of, if you remember like anything from high school, like it was the end of the world when something went wrong because that was your world. So I think it is really hard when it comes to schooling and stuff like that, because you don't know of the world out there. You don't know that you have that ability to say, yeah, no, screw you. I'm done but not see them every day. Cause that's the issue is like, yeah, you could totally have that power in you to say that in high school. Every, every person does. But the difference is, is when you're in high school, you still see those people every day. They're still there. I think, yeah, I think it really comes just down to your adolescence and the way the person you are now and the way you think and the traumas and issues you have are all like a thing, like a culmination of things growing up, whether that's school whether that's family, whether that's like traumatic issues that happen, like whatever the case is, it all comes down to like the experiences you've gone through. So like, obviously, what else? Like that's, that is your life. Like you, what else are you doing? Unless you're, I don't know. Unless that's you have issues with the way you look. And that is like a big important thing to you. Like it is important and your feelings are valid, but a lot of people like to tend, tended to like push that away. And so that's why now in your like older years, you sit there and you're like, holy shit, I never really got to talk this through. I com- compartmentalized it and like, now here I am with these like unresolved issues or thinking about the way I look when I had all these years to work on it, but no one ever talked to me about it or no one ever talked about it in general. Because in high school, it's so taboo to like talk about the way you look. It's like you either are in or you're not. Like, yeah. And you, if you're in, like you're in and that's fine. And if you're not, you like deal with it with your friends and you talk about it with your friends and you like move on and you're like waiting for the day that things get better because that's how that's the way I saw it I was like oh I'm waiting to get out of high school because life will begin then but it's like yeah life changes and my life is completely different than it was in high school but a lot of the issues that like people don't talk about and a lot of things like this can really can really mess you up later on absolutely there was something you said Kathy when we were talking before and you were talking about Mm -hmm. like culture and stuff like that like I think that needs to be there needs to be something said about that because like oh, yeah. if you look at western culture mm-hmm. you know there's this ideal body size like for men it's you know this like super jacked and super strong you know have to be six foot minimum you know big muscles it's very and then it's the eurocentric ideals of yeah. what beauty is and that is right that is so fucked up in its own thing right like and mm-hmm. then you look at like you know if, for an example, if you look at like African culture, they think that, you know, a, a bigger woman is beautiful. Like they, you know, that means that you have money. That means that you eat well, like you, mm-hmm. you are valued for being a little bit larger. But if mm-hmm. you look at that at Western standards, you know, like North American standards, that's, that's ugly. That's unhealthy. Or if you look at men, like, you know, here we we value this like chiseled body but other places in the world that's not the ideal because that's not you know that's not what they deem as beautiful or even just like bodies through time through history like if you look at you know let's say 50 years ago the ideal men's body type would have been you know the hairy chest the manly man and then like if you look at five years ago 
it was like, oh, if somebody has chest hair, it's like, <gasps> ew, ugly kind of thing. Or like for females, it's like, you know, if you look at way back when, like bodies have changed and like the ideal body type has changed through every decade. Like one decade, it could be like, you know, the heroin, like very small and skinny mini. But if you look back and like, you know, statues, you know, what's the what's the name? The girl with no arms. Venus? The statue That's of the... Right. I think so. Like, if you look at her, she's a curvy woman. And that was deemed the most beautiful in that time. You look at today, the ideal body type is the snatched waist, Kardashian booty, big bum, you know, gorgeous hair. But if you look at 100 years ago, that would have not been, you know, the ideal beauty standard. So it's like, you have to remember that body bodies change what is important changes, what is deemed beautiful changes. Culturally, things are different. You know, yeah. one culture may value something versus your culture thinks it's the opposite. Like, we're what we're talking about right now is very much through uh, North American lens, yeah. you know, um, young 20s North American lens. But if we were people living in Africa or people living in Asia, people living in Russia, like, our standards and what we would deem as beautiful would look different as well. Yeah. And I think it, um, as a woman of color and like, I uh, recognize that I don't speak for all women of color, especially people from other uh, ethnicities and backgrounds. I like have found, let me go back to the men are trashed topic. Um, (laughs) Men that like, Oh God. Yeah. Like I think back at high school and like, it was very much from my experience, like white women were always like, that was like what was beautiful. And I've, I've done like, I've done research and I've done, th- like I've read about this, The Bluest Eye by Toni Morrison is such a great book, um, especially when like thinking about this, but like white women have just always been idealized. And like, that is like the, it's, it goes back to the Eurocentric beauty standards. Like it's really hard as a woman of color to like sit here and like, even if you maybe are like the preferred body type of like, whatever the era is and whatever in the t- in the moment is in because it constantly is changing, which is like crazy to think about too. Cause maybe the way we were looking at ourselves two years ago is completely different than like what people think is beautiful now. Um, but men like specifically yeah, in high school and like, I've seen it even in my, Oh my God, I love shit talking to my brothers, but I've seen it even in my brothers. I'm like, you guys always go for like white women and it's, it's hard. And as much as like, it's a hard thing for me to understand because I'm not white and so this isn't me being like white women are evil because that's not the way it is. It's just the way that beauty standards have been set up like to prioritize them and to benefit them really sucks. And it really sucks too because like that is a whole other added layer amongst the body positivity like. Oh, absolutely. Thing. So well, yeah, that's my experience. It's, it's fucked up. Well, even like if you look at like hair commercials and stuff like that, it's mm-hmm. that super straight you know that blonde hair or even brunette hair but like that naturally straight voluminous Mm -hmm. but like I look you know where's the the African hair hair. that's curly kinky where's my hair that like Mm -hmm. you know it's yeah it's very much that that lens that everything Mm -hmm. is being looked under I blame men for everything (laughs) (laughs) this is is definitely their fault so honestly patriarchy not to be like on some dumb bullshit but like the patriarchy like well even look like i'm sorry i'm a proud canadian so (laughs) i will trash a little bit of the states but look at you know the past the past president who talked you know was fully out there talking about women and like degrading them it's like you you never saw michelle obama doing that Mm -hmm. never but a man will stand up there and mm-hmm. no problem. Yeah. Because why not? Because you're men. You can say whatever you want, right? Right, Pat? The silence. The silence. <laughs> <laughs> this I is am us. a man and I am trash. This is us bullying him for like an hour straight. <laughs> you know what, though? Yeah. I think there needs... Um, I can't... I don't want to say all men because I do feel like gay men are usually better especially like to women like I feel like straight men are, are dicks to women but gay men like I love them because they actually 
But that's the thing is, I can't say all men because, you know, there's a huge line down the middle. I think straight heterosexual normity men who think of like one way, they are trash. But then if I look at the other side of that line, I'm like, no, 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 not so trash. They still can be trash. Let's let's get this straight. They still can be trash, as I've heard from the men that De- Patty has dated, and I've seen the messages, and I've hated them, and I've wanted to kick their balls in. But I feel like more men are trash on the other side. But you still have trashy men. What I hope people that listen to this come out with of this with is just the understanding that I feel beauty norms are insane, and I think. It's a lot harder to sit down and like tell yourself that you think you're attractive and that you really do love the body you're in and the way you look because because of the way that like I think a lot of us have been raised and this is also coming from someone that's like born in California, born in the United States, live my life here, whatever. I and everyone's experiences is different, but I hope people come out of this like realizing the way you look shouldn't be defined by what you see on social media as hard as that is. It's super important to be your biggest supporter. It's super important to think you are the shit because you are. Like, there's no other way to live your life other than being that positive support system for yourself. Because if you're not going to do it, no one else will. Like, and I think as much as it can be a challenge to find that confidence and find that inner strength to be like, I am the shit. Like, little steps every day is exactly what I'm going to tell PG when he comes to ask me for therapy and I'm going to say it's all about taking it day by day not to be not to be corny but really taking it day by day and telling yourself mm-hmm. that you deserve to feel like you are a million bucks a million bucks beautiful like you have your body you have your life and you only get one chance to live it so it's like why waste it spending your time thinking all these awful thoughts about yourself and thinking that you aren't like amazing because at the end of the day, like I said, you're your biggest support system and you have to be there for yourself because life is already hard enough. Like the one thing you can do is be nice to yourself and yeah, support yourself. I do think, I do think at the end of the day that you do have to be the biggest supporter for yourself, especially when it comes to body, body positivity. But it also like, I mean it like, I don't, I feel like personally, I, I feel like I need people around me, like, kind of, like, confirming it to, yeah, like, hype people. people. I think you need to, like, have, if you're, if the people in your life aren't supporting you, that's another issue. But it comes down to, exactly, exactly. It comes down to, like, you have to have your own back, because no matter what, like, your friends can support you all you want, but you're not going to believe it unless you are supporting yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, Like, personally... A little bit of story time from me real quick before we wrap up here. But, like, obviously I've already said that high school kind of sucked for me personally, like, in body positivity. Um, And then afterwards, it kind of, like, only, like, it didn't really get much better at first. Because, like, I don't know how much you both know, but in January of this year, I was at the biggest point in my life ever. Which, I mean... I did not know that. Yeah, so that was January of this year. I was at the biggest point of my life. And um, that's... It's not the whole reason why I went on the whole 30 diet thingy. Like, there was many other reasons for it. Like, my main goal wasn't to lose weight. It just so happened that I lost so much weight in that yeah. period of time. And then, like, acne cleared up and all that. So, like, just in general, it was really good for me. But then I joined, like, as, like, Kathy knows, I joined the, like, mini community. Like, the video minis and mm-hmm. all that. And that was... Honestly, I talked about this with Danny yesterday a little bit, but that was the point where I actually felt so good about myself because once I got into that community, I actually had like people in the comment section of these minis saying like how cute I was and stuff like that. And just like in general, people like messaging me like really positive things about my look, which so it's kind of like, I don't know, it's kind of like a double standard in a way. Like we're saying that you have to be your own supporter, but at the same time, I'm saying that when you have other people giving you those kind of words it just that yeah. it's okay to need like it's okay to want validation. outside validation because <laughs> that's what it is it's like you know if you think of like i'm the same way pat like i i need my friends and my family to validate that i am you know looking good or 
doing well or achieving things because yeah, like, you know, I can be as strong as I can on the inside, but it honestly, a lot of times does feel better when somebody else says it to you. But if they don't, the thing is that if they don't say anything to you, that you should, should not still make, be okay. That's the thing is you should still feel good. And like, don't us wrong. We will all have days where we don't feel great. There, that you cannot realistically feel fantastic every minute of every day. That doesn't happen. That needs to be understood. But as a baseline, you should have enough power in yourself. And if you don't, that's work that you need to do. But you should have enough power in yourself to fill fill that bucket to the top. And everything else that people give you is like that icing on the cake. That is the, you know, the 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 little bit that goes from like I feel great to I feel fantastic. I feel loved. I feel beautiful. But without mm. those people's words, you should still have enough in you to feel good. Not you don't have to feel great all the time. You don't have to like, you know, body positivity doesn't mean you need to love every part of your body. You know what? I don't think I'll ever love, you know, my stomach. It's my biggest insecurity. Doesn't mean I, you know, have to love it. So yeah, like you don't need to love yourself every minute of every day because that's unrealistic. There'll be days that you don't feel 100%. That is totally fine. And that is acceptable. But bottom line is you need to be able to have, even on your worst day, enough to fill your tank a little bit or fill it halfway or a quarter of a tank. And you know what? If you get that outside validation from somebody else, then that's just that's just more to fill yourself that day. That's just more to make yourself feel better. And and it's okay to, you know, it's okay to talk to your trusted people and be like, hey, like, hype me up. I I need I need it right now because, you know, I'm running on low and I could really appreciate some something being nice said about me. Like that should be okay too. Like there are times that I will call Pat G and be like, hey, am I great? I'm great, right? I'm great. And he'll be like, yeah, you're fantastic. And then we're like, okay, bye. <laughs> I also kind of like the fact that we also send each other our progress photos. <laughs> yes. But see, that's, you know, like, and that's another thing is you, you can send those to your people because, yeah, you see that. You may see your progress, but it's so much nicer when somebody else is like, yeah, I see it. And I'm proud of mm -hmm. you. Doesn't mean I'm less proud of myself if you say something or not. I'm still proud of myself. I'm still happy for myself. But seeing somebody else see it too, it's just like, yay. <laughs> yeah, I think at the end of the day, it does come down to self-love. And then also the validation is very secondary in that. Yeah. That's what it should but come down to. It's really it hard should. to reach. I know it's hard to reach. I believe in everybody that they can reach it though. Yeah, me too. It may come with some practice. It may come with some time. It may, you know, you may not get it every day. Some days you may, it may go backwards. Some days you may be back to tearing yourself down. And that's okay. Like, don't see one day like that as a failure. There's no failure when it comes to loving yourself and putting yourself first and being there for yourself. It's just, you know what? Hey, maybe today we're not taking a step forward. You're not stepping backwards. You're just taking a pause. It is a take it a day by day. And it's the process. It's a process. Life is a process. Everything is a process. Life is a highway. Okay. I was gonna write it for that or train all day long. I hope we do. You just have to be nice to yourself. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> be nice and be nice to others, please. Yes, yeah. please. That's also an important thing. This was a very different episode of Meditation Trash. <laughs> I will give it that. If you like, what happens is, when you have me on your podcast? It goes, it goes very different. We went from trashing men to just like this was a very positive episode. Be nice to yourselves. Say one nice thing about yourself. Yeah, that's what I want you to do. Also, ask yourself what the pit on the peak of your day was and reflect on that, please. Hmm, wonder where you got that from. <laughs> stolen <laughs> all right that pretty much wraps up our coverage of body positivity today on men are trash once again i am your host pg and signing off is our co-host happy
is a lot of information. Thank so you, delightful. Kathy. I love that. Um, and once again, I would like to thank our special guest, the founder of the Instagram account, Old and Beautiful Bods. Thanks for having me. I'm so I was so happy to be a part of this. I was very excited when you texted me saying, "Hey, do you want to be on a podcast episode?" So come give me a follow if you want to see some body positivity content, especially if there's any females listening to this podcast. I promise you that you will love what the content that I share. Yes, and once again that information is in the description of the episode please go give that a follow and thank you so much for listening today and remember say one positive thing about yourself today have a good evening morning or afternoon thank you everyone bye